The RV Miles podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean. Now through April 28th is National Park Week, and L.L. Bean has partnered with the National Park Foundation to help you find your park. With more than 400 national parks, there's a good chance you'll find one close to home. Discover the perfect place to celebrate National Park Week at findyourpark.com. The 4th of July weekend is upon us and a whole lot of people will be hitting the road. How many? AAA has the answer. There's a lot of confusion about which national park pass is what, and we lay out all the details. Airstream has some new models to tempt you to break open your piggy bank, and it's finally time to talk about our new travel trailer. It's just right for our family, and we can't wait to get it out on the road. This is RV Miles. Welcome to episode 100 of RV Miles. We're a century old today. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. This week, we come to you from the Quad Cities, as it's affectionately called, my hometown area. The QC. Rock Island and Moline, Illinois, and Bettendorf and Davenport, Iowa. It feels only appropriate that we should be recording our 100th episode in the basement of your parents' home. <laughs> it doesn't it? <laughs> uh, we're here for through the 4th of July and, and a little bit after, and then we're making our way to Kansas City before we make our way up to North Dakota and we drove our RV on its, our new trailer on its real first drive. 720 miles. Yeah. Quite a ways. We stayed, uh, we have not packed it in any way, which we can use. We haven't slept in it. So we stayed in a hotel (laughs) because it's just full of stuff and nothing in the cabinets or anything like that. Uh, Which we'll get to, we'll get to my paranoia about being (laughs) over the weight limit, the gross weight limit. We'll get to all of that later on today because we are actually going to talk a little bit about the new trailer in this episode. But before we get to that, we want to remind you about a couple of things. First of all, Hey, there are a lot of ticks outside right now. I don't know if you know this, but tick season is here and they are ferocious. This is another record year for ticks. They are in places that have never had ticks before. There are doctors that are misdiagnosing Lyme disease because they think we don't have ticks in this area and they do now. We have had for the first time in the three years that we have been on the road, We have already had two occasions where we have discovered a tick. We've never really had that as an issue. And one of the occasions was when we were in Chapel Hill. So we were just bouncing around. like We weren't in the woods or anything. This is in town. We were out on a big old, like just bouncing around the city, like checking out, you know, stores. And we get back to the hotel and the hat that Ethan had on had a tick crawling inside of it. So make sure you're watching out for those. Make sure you're checking yourselves for ticks and make sure you're carrying something 
to remove them. Don't ever put any sort of liquid on anything like that to smother them. That's what makes them not to get too gross about it, regurgitate the contents of their stomach inside of you and give you diseases. That's gross. We also have an article about keeping ticks and other pests from crashing your campsite on the website. And we'll link to that in the show notes. Another thing we want to remind you about is upcoming traffic for the holiday weekend. I am so glad we're already at our destination after reading this article. We like to keep you posted on what the what AAA is expecting for traffic over all the holiday weekends. And they're saying this 4th of July is going to be another record weekend for travel. Yeah, if you thought Memorial Day weekend was going to be crazy busy, then you haven't met its big brother 4th of July. And apparently this year... 41.4 million Americans are expected to travel by automobile, which is up 4.1% from last year. Wednesday, July 3rd is expected to be the worst day for travel, especially during that evening rush hour as people start getting out of work, mixing with the traffic of people that are looking to travel out of town. I don't feel like that's a surprise, though. No. So if you are planning to travel over that time, because it's often unavoidable, make sure you're prepared. Make sure you've got plenty of music, audiobooks, the like. I can recommend some podcasts. Load up those <laughs> RV Miles and America's National Parks podcasts. There's like a hundred <laughs> RV Miles podcasts you could go back and listen to. I don't know that I would want to listen to myself for a hundred episodes, but if you get stuck in traffic, we are there for yeah. you. We will keep you company. Some of you guys listen to every episode and God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> you are amazing and we love you. weeks you've heard us talking about our new favorite organizational app for all things rv togo togo has created an ecosystem of offerings that completely digitize the rv operational experience checklists how-to guides instructional videos and more all designed by rvers for rvers and if you didn't catch episode 91 the best internet option on the road check it out to hear about their brand new all-in-one internet connectivity kit togo roadlink With state-of-the-art hardware, Roadlink C2 is a powerful Wi-Fi booster combined with a 4G LTE antenna, a small all-in-one dome that easily installs on your roof and can be controlled by an app instead of a clunky portal. If that's not enough, Roadlink has joined forces with AT&T to offer an unlimited 4G LTE data plan specifically for RVers. So whether you're a full-time traveler or weekend warrior, Togo is designed to make your life easier. Simplify your travel experience and download the Togo app, spelled T-O-G-O, in the U.S. Apple Store or Google Play. An RV that runs with Togo enjoys more miles with less trials. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. Simon likes ice cream, but doesn't like oranges. James likes apples, but doesn't like eggs. 
Kevin likes eggs, but doesn't like ice cream. Keith likes eggs, but does he like tea cakes? Yes. No, he does no. not. Wait, no. I forgot. You got I it did. wrong. Yeah, I no. got it wrong. You had a 50-50 chance and you got wrong. That's about right. The that items right. that they like begin with the second letter of their name. And the items that they do not like begin with the fourth letter of their name. Therefore, since Keith's fourth letter is T, he does not like tea cakes. All right, then. It's it's a really arbitrary way to like and dislike things. Can I just also say that tea cakes is like really specific? <laughs> it's very specific. Why couldn't he like like tomatoes? Tea cakes feels I mean, that's very unique. <laughs> also, what kind of tea cakes? Like all tea cakes? Does he just dislike tea cakes in general? Yeah. yeah. What about like little mini sandwiches that you have at tea time? What are those sandwiches called? You know, little tiny square ones that can make like the cucumber ones? Finger sandwiches. Is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't know. One time I had to do that for a Girl Scout thing when I was doing my old timey Girl Scout stuff. This seems relevant. (laughs) (laughs) It is relevant. Our winner is PR from Texas who will receive a not all who wander our last T-shirt. And you'll have a chance to win yours at the end of the show with the new brain teaser. Hey, speaking of relevant, like where I slid that one in. That better. I'm not quite sure where this segue is going, so I'm not quite sure if I like it. <laughs> Podcasts. Podcasts are relevant right now. <laughs> they, they, they are, but that, <laughs> that didn't work. So, you know. All right. Well, but we're keeping it in no, just hey, for fun. No, you do. You do. You no, do no, your intro. That is staying in there. Enjoy, everybody. So speaking of relevant <laughs> and podcasts. When were we speaking of podcasts? Well, you asked me what's relevant. It is so late. It is too late for us to be recording a podcast. This is what happens when we record late. Yeah, it's, it's been rough. We were working hard to get these out and we we end up recording late a lot. So, you know what we're going to do? Uh, Not be crazy. Right. But we're also going to add a third podcast to the RV Miles Network. Yeah. Oh, that was good. See, that's a segue. That's how you do it. I drank. <laughs> A cup of apple juice before this started. I thought maybe that would help, but clearly it didn't. We are working on a new podcast. It's called See America. And it's going to be sort of like what we're doing with the America's National Parks podcast. Uh, sort of storytelling based. Sometimes we'll have interviews. Sometimes uh, we'll be on site at different locations. But instead of being about the national parks, it's going to be about all those other amazing locations that you can travel to across the country. Yeah, because one of the things we keep running into as we're researching and looking for things for the America's National Parks and as we travel across the country is that there are so many stories to be told. There are so many incredibly epic road trips and travel destinations all across this country. And we constantly want to find a way to talk about them, but we just don't have a full-on platform that allows us to just focus in on one story, like the Biltmore or the Jack Daniels Distillery. So having Sea America is going to allow us to tap into those places. And I'm really excited. And it's funny because Jason brought this to me and he said, I have this idea. You're going to hate it. That's like how a lot of our ideas start. Like it's Jason saying, I have an idea. You're going to hate it. And so he said, I want to I want to make another podcast. And he told me the idea. And 
I didn't hate it. No, my idea was we could do another podcast. I didn't say I want to make another podcast. Uh, do and want are two very different. <laughs> you took it and you're like, yeah, we're doing this. I did. And now you've got like the logo and show art out there. And now we have to do it. If this just goes spectacularly awry, we'll lay it at your feet. Sure. But if but it's a success, we'll it's lay it at your... mine. Yes. Right. Because I just created artwork for it. So, <laughs> so that is coming soon. We've already compiled about 30 potential stories already, almost a year's worth of material. So if you guys have any suggestions about places that we should be checking out uh, that might go into this podcast, we'd love to hear about them. We're looking for, you know, a bit of the unknown or well-known places, but sort of unknown stories about them. And uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a lot of the same stuff we do with America's National Parks podcast, what we do with this one. So we actually have a Sea America Facebook group already begun. We have a Sea America Facebook page uh, and we're Instagram. on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. So we hope you'll like those so that Please. you can be there and be at the ground floor when we have the first episode out later this summer, beginning of fall, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm thinking somewhere right after. North Dakota. Like yeah. we need to just focus in on that, get that done. And then, you know, but we'll have a teaser that will come out that will probably drop a few weeks before the first yeah. episode. So we'll keep you guys up to date on all of that, but we're very excited. We just have decided that we're not sleeping anymore. Like there's just no point to it. Exactly. There's no point to sleep. It's pointless. So you'll find links to all of that social media fun for the Sea America podcast in the show notes at rvmiles.com slash 100. Every week we've been telling you about our new favorite sunglasses, Shady Rays. But what we haven't mentioned is that Shady Rays donates 10 meals to fight hunger through Feeding America with every order placed. And Feeding America is this great organization that affects one in seven Americans. They serve one in seven Americans by bringing surplus food to local food banks through over 60,000 programs across the country. And to date, Shady Rays has helped fight hunger by providing over 4 million meals. So if you would like to help Feeding America and pick up a great pair of sunglasses for the summer, then you need to head over to ShadyRays.com. And to make the deal even sweeter, Shady Rays is offering 50% off your entire order for any sunglass purchase of two or more with the code RV. So head over to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code RV, save 50% off two pairs or more, and you can help Shady Rays fight hunger through Feeding America. Okay, it's time to talk about our new RV. And then I promise we're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> we finally are able to tell you what we got. Now, if you follow our 
our wandering family social media, you already know what we got. And we did a video reveal of our new little trailer. And I'm, I'm quite proud that we've been able to do this without, you know, we're, we have no ties to this brand at all. We're not like brand ambassadors. We didn't want to be mm-hmm. seeking out some sort of deal from somebody. We just went out and bought what was right for us. Yes. And what was right for us was the Heartland Pioneer QB 300. And the QB stands for quad bunk. Yeah, it's a it's about a 34 foot trailer, 34 foot eight from from tongue to uh, spare tire, which is smaller than what Wanderbus was. And I have to say, I know it sounds like maybe two feet doesn't really make a whole lot of difference. But two feet when you live tiny makes a whole lot of difference. It does. So we've been trying to put our stuff in it. And uh, our stuff is having to reduce. It's having to massively reduce. So here's something I'm learning as we move from something that we built specifically for us into something that will work for us that we really liked, but was not built with the Epperson family specifically in mind. We built a lot of storage into Wanderbus, perhaps too much because we were able to put so much stuff into that bus. As I began unloading it, I just kept thinking, this has got to be the, this has got to be my last haul out of here. I can't possibly have more to bring out. And then I just kept finding more stuff and it became really clear, really fast that everything we owned was not, could not go into this new trailer part of his room part of his storage part of it is storage part of it is weight you know the the trailer itself weighs about 6700 pounds and it's got a 9000 pound gross weight limit so we've got about a little over 2000 pounds to play with which we don't really want to play with that much though yeah we don't want to we don't want to push it to the max either no but so. that was actually really good for the price range that we were looking for, mm-hmm. like that kind of gross weight. That was something that got us. We knew we couldn't go ultralight. Yeah. Like that just wasn't There happening. are some trailers out there that you've got, you've got no room for stuff. You've got no weight room for, for stuff. And that was important to us to have, to be able to haul all the stuff we do need. Right. And we were playing a little bit of a, a puzzle game here too, because we were trying to purchase a truck and a trailer at the same time and staying within a price range that we felt comfortable with. And so it was, are we going to end up with, you know, a 2,500 or a 3,500 that was really going to influence then what kind of trailer we bought? And so there were just so many little tiny pieces that had to come together. And I don't think we could have found a better truck trailer combo no and they Uh, they kind of match which is nice and uh well it is a white truck i mean it's not (laughs) not match with a lot of things but let's talk about some of the features of the qb3 that that we like uh so it has a power tongue jack which is awesome it has power stabilizer jacks which is also really cool it has a, a very nice large awning that's underlit Jason will be talking about the awning, just so everybody knows, for the next 100 episodes. The one we have does not have an outdoor kitchen, but that is an option. The thing about RVs is there's always a trade-off. So if you want to get an outdoor kitchen, you're losing storage space somewhere, usually. Yeah. And 
for the QB 300 and, and a lot of bunk trailers that is storage underneath a bunk. And we, we need needed that storage, that storage for yeah. sure. Um, one of our favorite features of it is there's a uh, fold down rack on the back of a, like a cargo rack on the back that is about uh, two and a half feet long. You could put bikes on there, which is our plan eventually, although that you have to find some way to stand them up. Yeah. And we need to do that sooner rather than later. Yeah. Or you can put, uh, you know, a bunch of cargo boxes. You can put your generator back there, all sorts of stuff. And what's nice about that is if you're at a shorter campsite where you don't quite fit, you can take all your stuff off the cargo rack, fold it up vertical, and you get a couple extra feet of space. Also, you know what else I really love about it is that it's called Pioneer. Yeah. You know, there's it doesn't have like Savage on the back. (laughs) Velociraptor. (laughs) Actually sounds like what an RV is meant to do. Right. We're like modern day pioneers. Like this is our our covered wagon. It has 40 gallon tanks all around, fresh, gray and black. We planned on getting a compost toilet for it. Uh, I still plan on it. We still I, will. I, I, it, we are. It's a big, you know, uh, we got one of nature's head again. And they're like a thousand dollars. So and yeah. and we gave the person that bought our bus our nature's head. So now we, we're going to wait until we can, you know, outlay a thousand dollars. Because after, you know, putting down payments on a truck and a, a trailer. Listen, <laughs> that, we, that runs the bank account down a bit. Yeah. Listen, just like we live tiny. Our bank account lives tiny, too. OK, so <laughs> we're, we're going to have to wait to buy the thousand dollar hard plastic toilet. Some of the things uh, that I love on the inside are uh, the bedroom. The, the master bedroom is in the front. I love how and, you call it a master bedroom. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, let's you know, just be honest. The adult bedroom. It's, yeah, it's like the big people's bedroom. Right. It. Uh, it is, you know, it's a typical type where there's a door on either side to get to either side of the bed, but it is doors sliding pocket doors so that, you know, it's not, uh, it's not those sliding. What are those uh, accordion dividers? Oh, those aren't doors. Don't call those doors. I'm saying it's not that I called it a divider. Thank you. And, uh, the kids room also has a a solid door as well. Yeah, this was door. a big deal for me. And I'm, I've talked about this a few times, but I really do believe, especially if you're full timing, that people need real doors. People need real doors to their spaces and adults deserve real doors. Need to have a place where I can go and close my door. Yeah. So as we were looking at different trailers, if we walked in and it was a curtain pull, I was pretty much like, nope, we're done. Like, I, I can't do this. I cannot live full time with three small children and not have some place where I can go and shut my door. It has a single large slide that's got the dinette and a small sofa in it. It has a U-shaped dinette. And some people don't like the U-shaped dinettes. Uh, for us, U-shaped means five people can sit down. Yeah. And that's a first for us in the last three years. We have not been able to do that except at a picnic table. Except at a picnic. So we can actually all sit down together inside our home and have a meal together. And it doesn't require Henry to sit on the floor. <laughs> He's thrilled about <laughs> or that. Or you. You sit on the floor I do, more you know often what? than actually, anybody. Yes. I actually like to sit on the floor. If given an option of, you know, sitting in a seat or sitting down on the floor, I will pick the floor. A lot of times I find it to be a very comfortable place. So, you know, there you have it. I love that some of these storage cabinets have glass front doors. There's sort of nice 
little stained glass look. The interior design overall is very modern and nice. It is. We should mention it's a brand new trailer. Yeah, it's a 2020. We, we did buy new and uh, some people are, you know, going to yell at us. It's going to lose 40 percent of its value the second you walk off. the Well, lot. maybe that's a, a very valid concern. We paid a little bit more. And I'm not joking when I say a little bit, a little bit more than what we would have paid for a 2018, 2019. And I mentioned this a little bit on the episode I did by myself when you weren't without a voice that yes. we were we were had every intention of buying used. Mm-hmm. Our plan from the beginning was buying used. But when we were looking at similar models to this trailers in this price range, in this length range with a bunkhouse that were, you know, not more than four or five years old. The the price difference just wasn't that great. I mean, to save a thousand dollars to have a used RV and everyone says, you know, the used RVs, people have worked the kinks out. Well, you know, you get in, start looking at the used RVs and you see it feels lived in. There are problems that are because of the previous owners, too. So I'm, I'm not saying it's better to buy used. I'm just saying it's not as cut and dry as, oh, you save so much money by buying used and you're crazy if you buy new. We found that it actually made a lot of sense for us. I think that that's the last part of that sentence was exactly what it is. It just made sense for us. And this is such a personal thing going into it's purchasing a home or purchasing a car. Any any sort of major purchase is very personal. And you just have to go into it with what you think is best for you and for your family. And so, you know, for us, the 2020 was best at this time. Hey, who knows the next time we go through this process, if used isn't going to be better for us or a fifth wheel or we want to go back to a class A. It's also just really hard to find the exact floor plan that you're looking for. And there's I I know people do it, but there's just no way that we were going to buy an RV sight unseen thousands of miles away and oh. go out and get it. It, no. it just wasn't going to happen. Well, I think, too, because of the situation we were in, in that we needed to turn this around really fast and we needed to be able to live in it immediately. We didn't have the space to sort of play, you know, and also the same with doing any sort of reno inside. I really didn't want to have to get into something that I was going to have to work really hard to make work ready to go. And that was so I want to say the one thing about this QB 300, that this is what sold me on this particular brand. This particular model is the boys bunk room. When we walked into it, because what we had seen prior to this was either bunks that were a, a twin over a full. And it was just a curtain and it wasn't really a room or they would have a room, but it was four actual bunks. This particular model is three dedicated bunks and then a dinette that can be converted into a bed, making it the fourth bunk. And we have three boys. We have three boys. When I walked in there, I knew. I could have cared less what my bedroom looked like. I I would have slept on a we would have slept on a twin for all I cared. I knew the minute I saw that particular room that I had found the trailer, I had found the home for my kids and for the boys because it was just so beyond important to me that they had a space that they could go into that they felt was equal to or better 
than what they were leaving behind because it had been such an emotional and was continuing to be such an emotional experience for them to part from Wanderbus. So that bunk room just it sold me. I didn't really need to see anything else. Some of the nice little touches like a bathtub in the shower um, and yeah, lots, of, lots of space in the bathroom for storage in general. Those are just little things that make life a little easier for a full time family. Mm-hmm. When you're just traveling on vacations, you can get away with less stuff in your bathroom. Look, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> You're going to have to sit up. No, I've been doing my yoga, so I'm going to be able to get in there. I'm going to make this happen. So it it's just stuff like that. Again, the U-shaped dinette, because there's five of us. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're losing a little space in other ways, but the fa- and there's storage underneath all of that. So that was huge, too, because, you know, we've got all these things. We're bringing our whole lives with us. And between the bus leaving the bus, pulling everything out, and then moving everything into our new RV, our yet-to-be-named new RV, I donated 10 large garbage bags of stuff just trying to get us from what we had in the bus into the RV. And there's more to go. I mean, I posted about this in the RV Miles Facebook group that I was really struggling with letting all of the books go. So I'm going to be creating like little mini libraries at the grandparents' house now so that we'll be switching out books periodically. But even still, I'm like, what if we're on the road and we need this book? We I know, don't. You there's just, no book we don't need. Write. You don't need. There's no book that is in need. Okay. There once, sure. No. There's no non-reader, book in need. Non-reader alert. Well, uh, but you uh, I mean, it's not a need. Like there's no. It's, it's a need to I have. I have a need. A need to read books. Sure, but there's not a need that you must have a specific book with you. Well, you know, potato, potato. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right, let's talk about (laughs) a few of the dislikes we have with this trailer. Just off the bat. I think the first one is that there is absolutely zero counter space whatsoever. Oh, man, no counter space. (laughs) Like, I don't quite know how I'm going to navigate that. And that's a trade-off that we... We made purposely. We could have went with the neck. The Pioneer line has a a next size up mm-hmm. uh, with a, a bunk room that's a little bit bigger, a a bathroom that's got a door in it, and to the, to the outside. outside. This one has a door on the inside and a little bit of counter space, but it's five feet longer. Yes, that was what we didn't want. We didn't want anything bigger than what we had, and we actually wanted to be smaller. So we had to lose space somewhere and we lost it in the kitchen. We'll make it work. I'm not super concerned about it. You know, yeah. often we do a lot of our food prep outside anyway. So, you know, we'll make it work. It's no big. Th- we're going to look into getting like a small island cart or something. Maybe like that. I, you know, the more I think about that, the more I just don't, I don't want to lose the space. Like I don't want something yeah. in the space. I got we'll you. see. Yeah. We'll see how that plays out. That is one downside for me. The next one would be, the lack of storage compared to what we're coming from. This still has a really decent amount of storage, but coming from what we had, I'm already thinking, where does the laundry go? Yeah. You know, Wanderbus had, we had built a dedicated laundry area that we could slide a laundry basket into. I've been saying this for years that hardly any RV manufacturers think of where to put the laundry. Right. Everybody has laundry. Everybody has laundry. Everybody has shoes. So, you know, those are the two, my top twos where there's no real 
clear cut place for laundry right now. And I it, I feel like that's just going to have to be something I'm not going to know what to do with until we get into it. Is the bathtub going to be where the laundry we basket put a basket in there yeah, and pull and, it out when it's time to shower? Right. Like and then when it, someone wants to use it, we take the laundry basket. I think out. a lot of people do exactly that. Yeah. We are dealing also with a lot of the typical new manufactured RV stuff in terms of like staples in the carpets and metal shards all over the place. Yeah, so much for that detailing. uh, Yeah, part of our dealer prep fee was supposed to be detailing and Hmm. they didn't do much. So Hmm. that's uh, all I can say. Anyway, we got it cleaned up, but it's it's nothing that we didn't expect. No, we're not surprised by anything we're finding. But it it does blow my mind a little bit that there are were, I mean, so many metal shards and staples on the floor and in the carpet. I mean, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen by somebody getting the wrong thing in their foot. Well, it also blows my mind that we couldn't finish drilling out the hole to lift up the the storage storage unit, the storage bins like below the beds or below the beds and below the dinette. They're all, you know, a piece of plywood and they've drilled a a finger hole for lifting up the board and the finger hole. It's like, it's like they throw a rock at it to make the hole. The holes are so badly drilled out. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to fix those, you know, and there's things we're going to do to kind of just beef up the space a little bit for living in it full time. But we're not surprised by these things. We have no doubts that we are going to be repairing things and we're going to be repairing them fairly soon. It is disappointing to me that the RV industry doesn't care more about the products that they put out because they should care. And if I'm paying the kind of money, if we're all paying the kind of money that we're paying, we deserve to have holes fully drilled (laughs) in the lid to our storage. I mean, that's the thing. That's what it, it all comes down to. That the the not thinking about things like laundry. Uh, it it all comes down to the fact that they're making they're not making a product for you to use. They're making a product that you're going to buy. They're making a product that's going to catch your eye on the lot, right? And that you're going to buy and take home. Yeah. So you know, while we might be exuding excitement and joy and relief. And we are feeling all those things about this new purchase and this new season of life. And, you know, getting out on the road now with our new trailer, we are also exuding some frustration already, you know, but that's normal. I, you know, who doesn't own a house and walk into it and be like a little ticked? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it is what it is and you just roll with it and you be thankful for what you have. And boy, am I, thankful yeah to me all those things are great as long as we don't have you know frame issues the refrigerator doesn't go out absolutely the plumbing doesn't start leaking all that sort of stuff is the stuff that's really knock on wood jason like seriously (laughs) there's some wood around here (laughs) but we are we are really loving uh our new trailer and we're really looking forward to getting into it and heading out on the road full time we won't really be staying in it for the next three weeks, we're at my parents right now. We're going to be driving to her parents in Kansas City uh, after the fourth and we'll be there for a little bit. So we won't really be staying in it until we are heading up to North Dakota. We're actually our first 
uh, our first night in it, we're going to do, we're going to be doing four nights, I think at a, at a Jellystone in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yep. And that's going to be our first experience, which will be nice. Well, Cause I'm we'll not, be at a nice like Jellystone resort. And it'll stuff. be fun. I'm not sure it'll be our first night though, because I think that that's too many miles. You want to stop somewhere before that. I think we're going to, ha- well, I think we're going to have to, all but right. we can well, talk about that off pod. Right. That's not, we don't need to talk about that here. <laughs> All right. So if you haven't and you want to see a walkthrough of it, go uh, to our our Wandering Family YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe to us there as well. We would appreciate it. And you can see our, our video walkthrough of our Heartland Pioneer QB 300 travel trailer. Looking to connect with other RVers and access tons of great resources and discounts? From motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, bus conversions, and more, FMCA is here to enhance your RV lifestyle. For as little as $5 a month, you can travel with peace of mind knowing FMCA has your back. Deals and discounts include RV insurance, roadside rescue, and the tire savings program. Plus, their medical emergency and travel assistance program is included free. FMCA hosts two international conventions each year. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, make sure you do. We had Doug Eulenbrock, who heads up all of their conventions, and he talked about what's coming down the pipe for the Minot Convention in Minot, North Dakota, nicknamed Minot Magic. This is FMCA's 100th convention. We're going to be there. We're excited about it. And uh, they have lots of special activities lined up. You can camp on the grounds for the entire event. Which we will be doing. I'm yeah. very excited about. Or you can just come for a single day. If you don't have an RV yet, this is a great place to show up and sort of get a feel for the RV lifestyle. Yeah, and I think it's really important to note, too, that you don't have to be an FMCA member to attend. So if you are wanting to check out what FMCA is all about, or if you just want to come find us, this is where it happens. They're going to have uh, lessons for, for driving your RV and and taking care of all the different systems on it. You can go through that whole list, but at the end of the day, they're going to have Captain Sully Sullenberger. That's right. Okay, So He's we're done. We're do- yeah, we're done talking. <laughs> Captain Sully, of course, was the hero of the miracle on the Hudson airplane event that happened in New York City. Yeah. If you are wanting to become an FMCA member before the event, you can save $10 with the code RVMILES19. All you have to do is head over to fmca.com and just use the promo code RVMILES19, and that is going to bump your yearly membership down to just $50. If you do want to go to Minot, I suggest you actually call their line, 800-543-3622. That way you can talk to them about you know, all the different options for camping and all that sort of stuff. It's just a lot easier your first time. And if you're going, let us know. We would be happy to see you there. Okay, we wanted to talk here a little bit about a topic that we've talked about a couple times before, but somebody asked this in the RV Miles Travel Forum, the Facebook group, and I thought it would be good to go through again because this is a really confusing topic. Yeah. And it's actually come up several times recently too in the America's National Parks Facebook group. And there has been a lot of misunderstanding about how the passes work. And then also because pricing has changed recently, 
there's been a lot of real confusion about that as well. So so we're talking about the National Park Service passes, the passes to get into national parks. Yes. First thing to know is that the passes that are offered are actually not just for the national parks. They're what's called interagency passes that gets you admission to national parks. All of the sites that the National Park Service manages, national monuments, national recreation. Yes. If there's an entrance fee, it waives that for your vehicle, for all the passengers in your vehicle. There are three real different passes. Okay. So there is the standard annual pass. This is a pass that anyone can buy. It's $80 a year, and it gives you admission to those parks. That's all it gives you. Now, if you are near a national park that you're going to visit a lot, you can also buy annual passes to individual parks, but it almost never makes much financial sense. So you can buy like a $50 annual pass to the Grand Canyon, but you might as well buy the $80 annual pass that gets you into any national park or any other federal park. So when I talk about other parks, I'm talking Bureau of Land Management, Fish and Wildlife, National Forest, National Forest, all of that stuff, these passes work for. All right. So the annual pass, good for one year, $80. That's it. You can get an annual pass for free if you have a fourth grader in your family as part of the Every Kid in the Park program. It's a free annual pass. You can get an annual pass for free if you are active duty military. Has to be active duty. Yeah, that's a big one that is often a lot of confusion surrounding. You have to be active duty. The next pass is the senior pass. This used to be called the golden age pass, but it's called the senior pass now. And you can buy a annual senior pass for $20, or you can buy a lifetime senior pass for $80. So if you pay the $80 for a senior pass, you get it forever. And this is for people that are 65 or older. And it gives you that same benefit as the annual pass, free admission for you and the people in your vehicle. But it also gives you 50% off camping at most federal campgrounds. So we're talking about not only the National Park Service, uh, we're talking about that fish, the Fish and Wildlife, the BLM campgrounds, the Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds, which are absolutely wonderful. And we stay in a lot. This is going to give you half off camping in all those places. Yeah. So it makes sense it, to just oh, purchase it, the $80 one. It's now, a huge deal. That said, you may not always get 50% off. Now, we know that some national forests do 35%. National forests, They're a little sensitive. It's, it's a, the way national forests work is they, even though they say they're charging a fee for camping, built into that fee is the cost of your electric, which they have a, a specific charge for. So if you are camping at a at a site with no hookups, In a national forest, it's 50% off. If you're camping in a site with hookups, it's actually 50% off of the campsite rate, but not 50% off of the electric rate, even though that's bundled together and you never see it. So often works out to be like 30, 35% off in a national forest. That's the only one that's a little different, a little weird. It also does not work for half off of camping at 
federal campgrounds that are operated by a concessionaire, usually. Sometimes it does. There, there are some exceptions, so, and National Forest is one of them. For instance, Fishing Bridge at Yellowstone, the big RV campground there. You're not going to get half off camping there. Oh, and also I should mention that if you buy that pass four years in a row and you've paid now paid $80 for it, they just give you the lifetime pass. Yeah, they say you're clearly yeah. using this. Just take the <laughs> lifetime. Third pass is the access pass. The access pass is for people who are disabled. This is available to a much wider range of disabled people than, for instance, a handicapped vehicle placard. This is for anybody that has any disability at any level, as long as it's a permanent disability. It can be a learning disability. It does not have to have to do with mobility. And this is a free pass. So you don't have to pay anything for it. You just have to prove that you or or the family member you're getting it for has a disability that is permanent. So you can get a doctor's note for that. You can show a diagnosis form. You can show a social security letter. Uh, sometimes they just want you to sign off that, you know, you have it and they don't ask for proof. It offers the same benefits that the senior pass does. So you get that half off camping and you get admission to all the federal facilities. Oh, I should also mention the senior pass and the access pass. You also get half off tours, but only for the card holder. So, uh, you know, you're booking a, a tour in Mammoth Cave. So that card holder is going to get half off. So if you're uh, a couple of seniors, you might want to get two senior passes just for that benefit alone. And a lot of people erroneously think that that access pass is only available for for military disabled. Uh, and, and that is absolutely not the case at all. There is no special pass for disabled military members. Anybody who has any disability, including with if you were in the military or not, can get the free access pass. Now, all of these passes are available at any fee charging federal facility. That's going to be a campground, a park, uh, all sorts of places like that. Anywhere that you you pay a fee, you can get the pass. You do not have to buy it in advance. If you're booking camping at a, a facility and you want to get the senior pass, you can go ahead and pay full price for that camping and then you can get your card at the campground and then they'll go ahead and take off half. Uh, they'll give you a refund uh, of half price of, of your camping. So the best way to get it is to get it at federal parks. You can get it online. There is a $10 fee for buying them online. So that's whether you're even if you're buying the access pass and you're, you're getting the access pass for free, you're going to pay $10 to get it online. But when you do have these passes, when you have the, the senior and the access pass and you go onto recreation.gov to book campgrounds, you get to enter your number right there and you will have your discount built right in and you can pay half price right away up front. It's a it's a great deal. It's it's fantastic to have them. So, again, three passes, the annual pass, the senior pass and the access pass. Active military and fourth graders can get the annual pass for free. 
The annual pass lets you into parks. The senior pass lets you into parks and gives you half off camping and tours, as well as the access pass, which does that, but is for free to anybody who has a permanent disability. If you're looking for a premium cooler, we want to make sure you check out Pelican Coolers from PelicanCoolers.com. They are our new favorite premium cooler brand. Yeah, and with summer here and wanting to spend more time outside and wanting to do a lot more picnicking, I am so very glad that we have the Pelican Coolers because they're no joke. They keep the food cold. And you guys know, I don't like to go and have hot cheese. <laughs> Nobody likes Nobody, hot cheese. Nobody likes hot cheese. Unless it's melted. Well, yeah, but on that's, purpose, like yeah. on something, you know, <laughs> yeah. like like not just like melted in your cooler. Some of the things that we love about Pelican coolers is that they have these awesome, really easy to use press and pull latches that you can, you know, you can close with your elbow. But the latches make it bear proof. A bear or you know other animals that are more likely to get in, like a raccoon, is not going to get into your cooler when it's sitting outside. A lot of other coolers say they're bear proof, but you have to put a padlock on them to make them actually be bear proof. This one, you do not. Also, they have a built-in bottle opener, which came in handy recently when I needed to open a beer. After attempting to get all of the stuff out of the bus, I just needed a beer, but I couldn't find a beer opener. So you know what? I just went over to my cooler and it was fantastic. They are also made in the USA. They are guaranteed for life. And you, as a listener of RV Miles, can get a free tumbler with any cooler purchase. You just go to pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. Again, get your free tumbler with any cooler purchase by just going over to pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. It's time for Fresh Tank, Black Tank, the segment where we talk about our favorite and our not so favorite things happening in the RV world or the world at large. <laughs> I am laughing, looking. I hadn't seen your fresh tank, black tank yet. And I am laughing, <laughs> looking at mine. This is how it goes every week. <laughs> Yours have no relationship to no, anything to do with RVs whatsoever. No, they're all about what's happened in my life that but week. <laughs> I, I love your black tank. So please go ahead. With your black tank. So look, my black tank this week goes to Jack in the Box tacos. Yes, you heard me right. Jack in the Box. First, okay, tacos. can I can I say what is Jack in the Box? Our kids love it, and you know, I like their food too. But what, I mean, they've got burgers, they've got tacos, they've got Asian food. Jack in the Box what? does not know what Jack in the Box is. Don't ask Jack in the Box. They don't know. And you want to know why they don't know? Because they made tacos. Can we even call them tacos? Because we rolled up to a Jack in the Box because on our travels and we're walking in and we had had like a burger the day before. I just didn't want another burger. And they had a real fine looking picture of a taco as we're coming in. <laughs> it, when you opened it up, it looked like a tortilla shell soaked in grease it looked, with nothing yes. inside. And so, you know, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to eat this. I paid for it. You know, I'm going to eat it. They gave me some salsa and made it a little bit better. But like where the meat was, was the soggy 
what was supposed to be hard shell was now soggy where there was no meat touching the shell was like break your tooth off hard. But the piece de resistance of this taco was as I'm eating it, I look at you and I go, did they just put a slice of like burger cheese in here? <laughs> it's American cheese square. This, there <laughs> was a straight up. The cheese was a straight up triangle slice of the American cheese they throw up on their burgers. And the whole time I'm eating my taco, I keep looking over at the super fine looking picture of a taco in the window. And I'm like, there's two things in here don't match up. (laughs) Okay, so Jack in the Box tacos. Those things, don't eat them. I've eaten them for you. You don't ever need to eat them. And I Except just, on Tuesdays when they're 50 cents. Well, at this particular <laughs> Jack in the Box. And if anyone who works at Jack in the Box or knows someone who works at Jack in the Box is listening, please, please remind them that a taco does not include burger cheese. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what's your fresh tank? So my fresh tank is super personal that I had to throw it in here because it is so sweet. So Jack. As many of you know, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he is really into music. He wants to become a musician. Uh, He also wants to become a director. He's a little torn. You know, you're 11. You have so many, so many ways you could go with life. But over the last month, he has been creating an album. He's been writing an album with GarageBand and he has this little keyboard that he can plug into the Mac and he's been writing lyrics on the iPad and he sits down and he, you know, sings the lyrics and he released his album today he did it's so and he, we got have to say jack has he has no musical training he's he's no. teaching himself and he's, he's learning but he's it's not bad it's great he did 12 tracks he did this beautiful cover art and he really this is the first time jack has stuck with something for longer than like two or three days he stuck with it for a whole month and he worked really, really hard at it. I had I genuinely had no idea that he had created 12 songs. So Jack gets my fresh tank this week for releasing his debut album. If you no. want to listen, I will link to it in the show notes. No, you ha- you can't do that unless you ask his permission. You think he's going to tell me no? Well, he's going to say, is anyone going to buy it? <laughs> Our little entrepreneur. All right. What is your black tank for this week my black tank uh is is more related a little bit to what we do uh what we do is eat so i don't understand uh no this this is more more of a serious thing i i guess in the last few years national park visitation especially since the 100th uh anniversary of the national park service in 2016 has increased dramatically the parks are getting record numbers of visitors But what you might not know is the number of rangers that are employed by the National Park Service is down 20% since 2005. That's law enforcement rangers, right? Uh, The the hardest hit have been law enforcement rangers. Wow. And that means that a lot of the protective services of keeping our parks safe, keeping them protected from people who would do them harm, who will write their names on rocks and destroy formations and people who come and litter. Act and, yes. Those people are going less and less checked because there are fewer and fewer 
National Park Rangers out there to protect our parks. And and Boy, that's that, so fortunate. Uh, that really makes my jack in the box look pretty <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jay. You're welcome. My fresh tank this week is new models out from Airstream. Airstream, of course, the the silver bullet looking trailers that everybody loves, but hardly anybody can afford. <laughs> They're so pretty. They are wonderful. Airstream has two new models, the Bambi, which is sort of like their little smallest trailer. And they've always been affectionately known as the Bambi, but now they've made it an actual model, Bambi trailers and the Caravel trailers. Take a look at these. I'll put a link in the show notes because uh, the layouts are really well done, especially where they put the kitchens and the bathrooms next to each other and and sort of interlock them and, and really make very small spaces work. The 16 foot trailer, the smallest is over $60,000. However, <laughs> now they are really well built oh, and they're beautiful. And a lot of what a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people think they're really heavy. They're actually lighter than most travel trailers. So they're, they actually make a lot of sense for people who want to tow with a one ton truck or with an SUV. Well, I think the Bambi can be towed with an yeah, SUV. Yeah. They do really still make very high quality RVs and, uh, I think even if I'm not in the category that can ever afford an Airstream, I think it's really interesting to look at their floor plans and how they've laid stuff out because it, it just makes a whole lot of sense. They're also really the brand on on the cutting edge of throwing technology into RVs because they're making them like smart homes inside. Oh, they're tricked out. They even announced that a lot of the new trailers now are going to come with built-in tire pressure monitoring, which I, sh- to me should be standard in the industry. You shouldn't have to go buy an aftermarket tire pressure monitoring system. It should be built into at least any trailer that's going to cost you $50,000 or more. Well, drilling holes into the lids of storage <laughs> should also be standard. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. a girl can dream. All right. So that is my black tank. It is time now for the most important moment of the show. The new brain teaser. You ready? Oh, are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I know what my job is. The point has been made. You say I have a big head. And you're right. I'm afraid. Put me in my place and then leave me alone. What I need most is someone to drive me home. What am I? A poet, and you didn't know it? (laughs) No. But that would have been a really good answer. If you think you know the answer, send us an email at editor at rvmiles.com or a direct message on any of our social media. And make sure you send it to us by the end of the day on the Thursday before the next episode comes out. Because if you send us the correct answer, you know, a week and a half from now, it's not going to do you any good because we'll have already picked the winner. That's no fun. I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, you send me the message and that's great. If you want to let me know that you got it and you're, you know, that you, that you figured it out. That's cool too. I'm happy to have that conversation with you. Yes. Um, Although I, we get lots of, we get lots of answers to the brain teaser and I would love to answer them all, but there's just no way we ever have the time to do that. I know. And this is something I've been thinking a lot about is, how bad I feel on a very regular basis when I can't return an email or a message in a timely manner. And I hope that if anyone is listening that feels like we have not returned your email or message in a timely manner, just 
I hope you do know that it is not because we're trying to be rude. It's just that we just have a lot and I don't want to go into it like, oh, woe is us. We're doing so much because that's not at all what it is. Uh, Yay. We're doing so much. I'm so thankful for the work, but we're just we get really busy. Yeah. But we appreciate you and we hope you'll keep yeah. messaging even if we can't get back to this you. This is our way of saying we've read those messages and when you've <laughs> said something super nice to us, it has really made our hearts full. Yes. And um Oh my gosh. Even if yes. we haven't been able to get back to you. Thank you, everybody. That's it for our one hundredth episode. Abby of out. the RV Miles podcast. <laughs> Abby go to bed now. <laughs> for links to everything we talked about today. Visit rvmiles.com slash 100. If you love the national parks, listen to us over at the America's National Parks podcast. This week's episode is about Devil's Tower National Monument. And was written by yours truly. Yeah. Abby, Abby took her hand. Roding, roding one. This week. I wrote one. She wrote one this week because I can't say writing. I just said roding. Yeah, I wrote one. That's where at, my mind is at right Yes. Now. So it was actually a really fun little tidbit about Devil's Tower to learn about. So you should go over and listen. And of course, you can find RV Miles all across social media. You guys know that by now. But maybe you're new to the show and you don't. And you should come over and follow us if you haven't already. We are also over at OurWanderingFamily.com. And we are also all across the social medias as Our Wandering Family. America's National Parks is all across social media. And so now is the See America podcast. We'd like to thank our sponsors, L.L. Bean, the FMCA, Shady Rays, Pelican Coolers, and Togo. We sure would. And until we see you guys next week, happy 4th of July, everybody. And keep logging those RV miles. They're going to be a little bit slow this week because according to AAA, it's going to be cray cray out there. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.